One year later, it has been a real exciting ride Getting to have my loved ones here by my side Teenage me would love to find a reason to why Cause I'm shy now, this version of Joel wants to be your dogging guy Another new season of Not Your Every Show starts right now. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Not Your Average Show. So we have a great topic that we are going to talk about today. Uh, there could be some lighthearted moments, definitely, and some serious moments, even with this topic that I feel like many people can relate to. But before I tell everybody what this topic is about, I want to welcome back Deanna to the channel. It's always good having her here and get to talk about many great topics out there. And I was telling her this before the recording started that it seems like every time I see her, she's always traveling out there doing some kind of great international trip. And I love seeing her content on social media. So it's always good getting to see her when she's back here in America. We get to have these great conversations. So welcome back and thank you for being here. Oh, hi, guys. Thanks so much for having me back. It's always lovely to come back and join you guys and catch up with Joel. He has an incredible topic for us today. So I'm super excited to talk about it. Yes, most definitely. So I think this is um, a really good topic for us to talk about, especially during these times that we are living in. There, uh, There's definitely you know, a lot of great things that are happening in life, but there's also um, uh, by the time y'all see this, it's going to be like a month after this happened. But there's even been some like historical events that have happened here in this past week that maybe has caused um, fear, which is what we're going to be talking about today. And, you know, I think that it's important to talk about these topics because sometimes fear can be something that, well, fear is something that we can all relate to and it doesn't discriminate, like regardless of if you're male, female, if you're the, you know, the color of your skin, um, your religion, like it just goes to show that fear is something that we've all experienced, whether it's something as serious as a historical event or, or something as minor as, well, minor to some people and not so minor to others. It's like maybe just a small fear that you have maybe scary movies or something like that. So I think that, um, I think that fear is like a good topic for us to talk about. And I thought that, you know, why not bring it up now? And I think that this was, it shows that it, it, everything happens for a reason and uh, timing is always perfect. And I was just thinking about, especially with the situation that's happening in uh, Israel and Palestine, which, you know, definitely my thoughts and prayers goes towards everyone that's involved in that whole situation. But, you know, I thought that since this is happening, I thought that fear definitely was like the right topic to talk about today but we're not going to get like fully political into all this so people don't don't be stopping this video and thinking oh no he's going to get into this whole palestine versus israel situation and, and i'm not going to get into that but but i just wanted to briefly bring that up that it does bring fear into some people like the the what ifs and like the fear of the unknown so anyways i'm kind of back to what i kind of want to get more into i want to talk about some uh some of the 
some of the pros and cons of fears and also just talk about our own personal fears and stuff like that. So uh, I do have a few questions that I want to ask Deanna. And of course, I'm going to be giving some input as well. So I think that we're going to go ahead and get started with this. So my first question is this. What are some of your biggest fears? Ooh, we're jumping right in, right? <laughs> yeah. So I think it's funny because it's exactly what you said. You have like daily fears, you have like little fears, like you have huge fears, right? So like I could log on to work and I could have like small fears or like, you know, things that I don't want to go wrong, these minor things. But like, if they actually happen, can I actually fix it? Can I actually do something about it? Yes. And then you also have these big fears that you build up inside of your head. So my one of my largest fears, and it's probably because I'm one of the younger people in my family as well, too. And we like, so my family's very Italian. Um, they're pretty big is what I will say, um, in terms of like, our older generation, but now that we have the younger generation, I am one of the few younger generation in the family. And there hasn't been a lot of kids my age, and there hasn't been a lot more kids after me. Um, just because of like, you know, I'm not ready to have kids yet. I haven't had kids yet. And really, there's nobody else in my family around my age. So it it's the biggest fear I have for me is one day, you know, gosh forbid all of my family passing and leaving me alone, and me being by myself and not having the chance or opportunity to be able to extend my own self and my own personal family. So it ties probably into one of um, your past topics, loneliness, right? And that's a big thing that's really scary to me. I was on the phone with a customer today, an older gentleman who had, you could tell he had a bit of Alzheimer's and dementia when you were on the phone with him and he was all alone. And it was one of the most hardest things to be able to try and support him and help him through what he was going through, but also like, to know that that's a reality for some people as well. So when we're talking big fears, that's one of my big fears. And then when we're talking small fears, I guess smaller fears would be like something, I don't know, the unknown. I'll say the unknown, something going on that I should have known about that I didn't know. And I think the fear of the unknown can tie into a lot bigger fears as well. But I think those would probably be my two things. What about you, Joel? Oh, I, I like that you answered it the way that you did, because, you know, when people think of fears, they think of automatically things like clowns and they you know, say these like general answers, which, yes, those could be scary for some, not for others. But I'm glad that you went in the, in the directions that you did, because with the first one that you mentioned about being alone, uh, that that is something that I feel like I can relate to, you know, as we that was our very first topic that we had on here together was talking about loneliness. And even though that topic was spoken about probably over a year ago now that we spoke about that, that's still something that I still can relate to. And, you know, I do have a big family and kind of the same situation. I mean, I'm not, not Italian, but I do have a big family and, and, you know, we do have this close knit, like family, I'm very family oriented. And then like, just, uh, you start wondering, like, kind of like the almost kind of tying in both of your answers, like the fear of the unknown, like what if something happened to where 
all something like I'm here by myself. Like what's going to happen? I'm not, I don't have no, no wife. I don't have kids. And, you know, right now that's just not something that's happened in my life, but it's something that I desire to have. But like sometimes I wonder what if it doesn't happen. So almost like the fear of being alone is definitely something that I can relate to. The fear of the unknown is definitely another good answer because I feel like I can relate to that as well. Like just wondering what is life going to be like for me even a year from now? What am I going to be a different person than I, than I am now? I mean, not completely different, but like, am I going to do different things that I never thought I would be doing? Am I going to have a different lifestyle? Am, am I going to be married at that point? You just never know. So it just, uh, just a fear of the unknown and just wondering what, what's going to happen. And I feel like, even not not going to make this about uh, this historical event that just happened here lately, but that's probably something that many people are thinking, like just the fear of the unknown of like what's going to happen in, in these times and like these situations that has been dealt to us uh, ever since this past weekend. So, you know, I think that everyone can relate to this, I think, fear of the unknown, because uh, whether it's something as major as that or something as minor as, is it going to rain tomorrow? Or is it going, is it, are we going to have a bad storm come in? And, you know, what's going to happen? Is the power going to go out? Or, you know, just anything like that. I feel like uh, fears is just something, uh, fears of the unknown is what I feel like people can relate to for sure. Now, if I did have to give some generic answers. I will go and throw a few generic ones out there. Uh, Clowns isn't on my list, but I do have uh, your typical like snake. Uh, I'm not a I'm not a fan of snakes, if I'm going to be honest. And uh, like spiders, uh, like spiders is one of those things where I could talk. It depends on the size, maybe. <laughs> if it's like a little spider, it's like okay, I got I got this, but. But there are these certain spiders. Well, I guess crickets. I don't know what do you. I don't know what y'all call it in New Jersey, but we call it camel crickets here in Alabama. Ooh, camel crickets are those like spiders that jump. They're like they're really big and they yep. jump. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. No. Nope. Those are like. Ooh, those are like evil. Nope. Get them away from me. So, uh, that's definitely one thing for sure. Um, another thing. I feel like this is rooted. I, I'm not even trying to go all like psychological and like therapy session on everybody, but, but I feel like this roots from my childhood. This fear is is roller coasters. Like really, I, I, yeah, I cannot get. You know, I've never been on an adult roller coaster. I don't know if I ever will, to be honest. <laughs> so it was. Um, I was on like a one of those kiddie coasters when I was a kid, and just that, just the feeling that I got during that ride. Um, like I didn't mind the going up part. I was like, okay, like here we go. And then you know you make the turn, and then all of a sudden that steep drop, and then it's like, oh my gosh, like this is like the worst feeling ever. <laughs> and I'm just like the whole time hanging on, and I'm like gripping really hard. And I'm sure my palms were sweaty and all of that. And I feel like ever since that one roller coaster ride I took as a kid, I've I've never had the desire to get on a roller coaster. So those are like three generic answers that I could think of that I'm like, I have a big fear of. Hmm, I'm trying to think if I have like a generic fear. I'm not a fan of bugs is what I will say. But if I have to capture or capture and release or 
It has to be out of the house. It's going to get out of the house some way. It's not living here with me forever. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I get yeah. that. It's like, no, yeah. you, you're, you're getting out of here one way or another. <laughs> it's like, you ain't staying in here. Nope. <laughs> you ain't paying. You living in here rent free. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Get to work. yeah. Yeah. Get to work. You got to earn your pay <laughs> to like stay here. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's a, uh, yeah, definitely bugs. There are certain bugs. Yeah, definitely. I'm just not a fan of, I think, yeah, the camel cricket is probably my number one. The other ones I could probably tolerate most of them. Uh, but yeah, the bugs are definitely not my favorite, but if I could even think of like activities, like, I, I don't know if I could ever see myself skydiving. Like, that's one thing. Oh, It's I don't on the know. bucket Like, the, list. <laughs> is that It on is. your bucket list? <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh, yeah. I don't know. The idea looks cool, but, like, the, the actually doing it, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to be, like, unconscious the whole time. I'm going to be, like, <laughs> I'm going to be, like, close, eyes closed and, like, my arms are flapping back and forth. <laughs> They're going to be, like, are you okay? <laughs> Like, nope, I'm not okay. <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> but maybe one day you'll get to do that. For me, I, I'll I'll see it through your lens. Like, as far as if you get pictures and videos, then maybe it will convince me. Maybe GoPro you can convince for me. you. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, take one for the team. <laughs> so, yeah, skydiving or even, like, bungee jumping. Oh, I don't know about bungee jump. I probably would rather skydive than bungee jump. It's just the idea... Of like jumping off a bridge and then like once you feel like you're about to reach the bottom, then it like bounces you back up. Uh uh. Mm -mm. I don't know if I could throw myself off, like if I can be the one jumping off the bungee point. But like, I don't know if you've seen like the TikTok through the videos, like if they play a game usually on these bungees of like, if you can finish the song lyrics or if you can't, you get dropped, like you're, you're held by the cord. I feel like I could rock with that. Like if I don't know the song, there Deanna goes because somebody let go of the bungee cord <laughs> and then I'll be fine because I'm not the one doing it to myself. But I feel like if I'm the one who has to jump, I don't know if I'm making that jump. But then again, Australia is on the bus, Australia and New Zealand together. And New Zealand is known for their bungee jumping. So never say never is what I will say. Yeah, yeah, I actually have seen those TikToks, like especially in New Zealand, in New Zealand, where they do the bungee jumping. And sometimes I've seen some like where they're like sitting in a chair. And it's like, how are you like wrapped up in a chair and like did like the bungee In a chair? jumping that way? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Can you How imagine? on earth did y'all do that? That's <laughs> funny. mm -mm. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Like, I probably just would rather just do the regular bungee jump if I'm going to do anything. I don't want to be strapped to a chair and then, like, I don't know. I just don't like that idea. So that that's, like, another thing I don't know if I can do. Another thing that maybe I'm getting better practice at with doing this podcast is, but, like, another thing is, like, speaking in front, like, of a, a large crowd, like, public speaking. That's something Yes. that I feel like I would struggle with, and I feel like, Well, maybe it's easier doing it this way because I'm only talking to you right now, but I know this is eventually going to go out to where the world can see this, but I don't feel as nervous uh, of the thought of that rather than having everybody at one time 
thousands, hundreds of people sitting in one room and like you had to like make a speech in front of everybody. Just they had they had that I that that puts a little bit of fear in me. <laughs> I agree. And that used to be a huge fear of mine, but because I was in or I should say I'm in a management development program at work, I had to get over that fear very quickly because you're doing constant like presentations, you're doing town halls, this, that, and the other thing. And the thing that that ties it the most in is you're always going to get nervous, but your body's reaction to getting nervous, like what, however your body reacts is the same reaction that it creates when you get excited. So it's like this mentality change of you having to keep saying, I'm so excited for this. I'm excited to see my people. I'm excited to roll this out. And then the nervousness, like it kind of, yes, like there could be a hesitation, a stutter, a this, a that, or the other thing. But like you change the mentality of it for yourself and you're able to come over it so much easier. So, and I think that leads us, you know, into the next question is how are we overcoming these and how are we pushing ourselves, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a really good uh, feedback to put in there that like I didn't even ever think about. So like kind of having that mentality of looking away from the the worry of it all and like the nervousness of it all and focusing more on like, oh, I'm ex- I'm excited to get this done. And like, I'm excited to talk to these people and like having more of a, a just more of a positive mindset instead of looking at the glass half empty. I think that's a that's a really good mindset to have. So like that is something that maybe me doing this podcast is maybe just like that small step before I actually had to do something like that. Because there have been times at work where I'll have to do a meeting, like I'll have to lead a meeting. But thankfully, it's not a big group. So at least starting small, but hey, it's baby steps and maybe at least it's progress. So I guess I'll at least take uh, take my victories where I can. <laughs> that is, that's awesome. Yeah, so there's that one. And then uh, I think uh, the last one that I'm thinking of, I know people are going to be like, oh my gosh, why are you even thinking about this fear? But like the idea of being buried alive, mm-mm, I'm, I'm not here for it. That's why I went to uh, sign up to be an organ donor, because if I'm dead, make sure I'm dead. So <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, buried alive? Heck no, never. <laughs> that will not be a that will not be a possibility. <laughs> I hope oh, not. my goodness. What made you think of that? I don't know. That's what that's what people probably people are thinking the same thing. Like, why on earth do you even like have that mindset of thinking about being buried alive? It's like I don't know. Just I just don't want it. I don't want it to happen. I don't want to wake up and then like you're six feet on the ground. I don't know. Just the idea. Like I don't know why it came in my head. Maybe it's uh, it's the my mom always likes to call uh, people that worry a lot are worry wart. So she's like maybe it's the worry wart in me <laughs> so i don't know but that that's definitely something that i would hope would never happen <laughs> so i hope that never happens for you <laughs> yeah so those are some uh i guess some fears on top of like the other two that deanna mentioned of like being alone and like the fear of the unknown i think those are really good ones as well to add on because it's definitely something that I could relate to as well. So getting into, into this next question, I feel like, uh, I know I mentioned at the beginning of this that I feel like fears 
can sometimes have a pro and a con to it. Like, I feel like there can be, a, a, I guess, a good level of fear. So I guess my question more of is, uh, do you feel like it's okay to have maybe a healthy level of fear that keeps you from doing something that maybe ends up in regret? So I like this question a lot. So we're, where fear stems from is what's called the amygdala, which is, you know, built into us. And it's developed as you continue to grow as a child. So that's why as a child, you're fearless. You're willing to try everything, do everything. Not always the case, depending on some children as well. But like your amygdala fully develops, I think they said, like upper teens up until even like as old as like in your 20s, they they say from what I can recall of it. But like that fear that is like your that's supposed to be your safety mechanism from you doing things that could potentially put you or what you perceive yourself to be as in danger or at risk. So why I love it and why why a lot of us are still here because we have our grown and adapted amygdalas here to be able to save us and make sure we're making the right choices. I also feel like a lot of times it's hard to grow when you're constantly in a state of fear as well too. Um, and that's funny because I just thought of another fear while we were talking back and forth about it. And that's fear of everything staying the same. Like, what if this is your life? Nothing changes. Just this is your life. And for some people that could be heaven. Some people they built the entire life they love and they do and they enjoy and that's amazing. I right now, guys, am a part of the corporate grind, and I do not want to be a part of that forever. So <laughs> for me, that's no. But just very interesting. What do you think, Joel? Yeah, I think that that I like that you mentioned how like this stems back, like it's called the amygdala. Amygdala. How do you pronounce that? <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly, but you're amygdala. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so like, I like that you even bring that into the equation because it does is like, when I think about it, I think of, do you kind of feel like it's in relation to like, I, like when people say they have like a, a gut instinct or like a, like a feeling like maybe that maybe they like, maybe something is wrong with a situation, like almost like a gut instinct that like, maybe I shouldn't do that. Is that like stems back to the amygdala? <laughs> Similar. Yeah. So it's like that fear, like when you start feeling your heartbeat fast, when you feel hesitant about something, uh, when you start thinking about all the things that could go wrong, that's what that's built for. Yeah. So I think yeah. that, you know, I definitely like that you brought that up and that I do agree that you, that there sometimes is a, a, a point where it can be like, where if you let fear control your life, that like uh, it would have you kind of in the same position to where you're not improving and not growing and, you know, not doing bigger and better things in life. So I think that there definitely is a level that like, there's like a bar, like an invisible bar, maybe on the level of fear that you shouldn't cross because then you end up letting fear control your life and that you're almost living your life in a state of worry and, you know, the, the what ifs, you know, something, what if this happens? And then if you dwell on those what ifs, it ends up uh, kind of holding you back from like reaching your full potential. So I think that, you know, there is a, a, 
a healthy level of fear like maybe if it's uh like just keeping yourself safe as you mentioned and like no one went like kind of have like that uh that discernment i guess on like what choices you should make and what is what is going to benefit you at the end of you know your you making that specific choice so i think that it is a good thing that there is like a healthy level of fear that maybe one should have because it is almost, you know, whether it's you getting involved in, you know, like talking to someone that maybe you don't know, or, you know, maybe uh, you're not sure about just any kind of life decision that you make. I think that it's good to, I guess, have, I guess sometimes maybe, what I've heard sometimes is like, if you start second guessing something, then maybe it's something telling you that maybe you shouldn't do what you're thinking about doing. But then I don't know, I guess sometimes that could even be debatable, but I guess I kind of feel like I lean a little bit more towards that. Like if you're questioning on whether something is wrong, then maybe it is wrong. So I think that, you know, there is a, there is like a, it could be, I could see it from both sides where definitely, it's good to have that uh, proceed with caution attitude, but then at the same time, not not being like scared to to live your life, but then not being so out there that like you're gonna put yourself in danger. So I don't know. It could be it could be kind of a you can kind of go in all directions with this one. <laughs> yeah, you really can, and it's all it's it's. For me, a big component of it is not being scared to jump them fall. That's my, I go, I know it's a Taylor Swift song. I go by it in terms of it. Absolutely love her. Um, but like, I try and I understand what the worst case scenario is when I'm doing whatever I'm doing, but like also knowing what the best case scenario is. And then trying to move forward with taking that action. Like, yes, understanding the reasoning and the nervousness and the fear and being scared, but also knowing that all of these experiences I've had have made me who I am today. And I want to continue to become the person that I want to be, right? So like all of these lessons I've learned has been from pushing and challenging myself. And if you just let fear control you, it's my fear that I will be locked in and I'll be the same, same person and I won't learn and adapt and be flexible and then be able to continue to grow and then share my wisdom with my family, my friends, and everything like that. Yeah. I, I like that you brought up the, like the worst case scenario and the best case scenario kind of situation, because it kind of leads me to like a quick little, like, Thing that I've, you know, I guess I've dealt with. So I used to believe it or not, people. I know y'all see me in the background with like all this traveling stuff, but I used to have a, a big fear of flying. I used to never want to fly. Like I never thought that I would get on a plane and go fly somewhere. And like I used to would think like, what? I could just take a road trip. You know, I was always like big on road trips, which I still am. But I, I like the idea now of flying but kind of what led me to getting on a flight was i had this opportunity back when i was in college to like represent uh this honor society that i was in and like going overseas to greece 
So I was thinking, I, I got to take this chance. But then I kind of started thinking of those situations where outweighing the, the good with the bad, because I start thinking, oh, my gosh, like I'm going alone. I, I won't have no friends. I won't have no family with me. And also, I've never flown. Like, what's going to happen? Am I going to have like a panic attack when I fly? Like, am I going to go through these like uh, maybe am I going to be the whole time just like looking like a nervous wreck? And but then I started thinking of the good and the the best the best case scenario actually ended up happening on this trip, which was you got to meet 24 different people you didn't know. It's very similar to EF Ultimate, but this was like a different kind of group travel that was uh, involved with my school and like, I guess, different, uh, different, the same honor society, but different schools throughout the country. Um, everyone was representing their school. So like I got to meet 24 different people. I got to overcome my fear of flying and I got to experience a, a country like that was my first international country since of course I haven't flown yet. So like I, that was my first at a country experience. I got to enjoy the culture of Greece and the food and the, the, the dancing and just even the blue waters and all of that. And I, I bring this story up, I guess, just because uh, I thought about what if I said no to the trip? Like, would I, would these pictures be behind me if I said no? Ooh. So I think that, you know, me saying yes, that I'm going to, take this chance and go on this trip for one to represent my school, but then also to overcome some fears that I've had where I've never, well, maybe that's another thing too, that maybe you maybe have relate to at one point is like traveling alone. Like I've always traveled with friends or family, but this was like me solely me, even though I was going to go on a group trip, I was going to meet other people, but it was 24 strangers. So I think this, uh, I, I brought this up just because I was thinking if I said no, I, I could probably be a different person. I could be one of those that is still has still never flown that maybe hasn't gotten to experience uh, different countries and different States and, you know, I think, you know, it, it made me that trip kind of like it was that term, maybe wanderlust or like, you know, or you know, like the travel bug bit me like kind of thing where I now once I got home from Greece, I was like, where am I going to next? So then, like, I started thinking of all these different places. I ended up same year flying again, going to Canada and all of that. So like that happened in 2018. And here I am five years later, uh, basically I've traveled. I've gone to four countries so far, but next year is going to be two more, uh, fingers crossed, hopefully. Thank you. Uh, and then uh, also, you know, I've gone to 41 states. You know, I got nine to go. So I think that if I didn't take that, that yes, and I didn't take that opportunity to fly, and I mean, maybe one day I would have eventually done it, but, but I guess I just start thinking, that maybe if I if I didn't do that, I would probably still be in this state of, you know, oh, I don't know if I want to get on a plane. Like, what's going to happen when I get on a plane and and all of this? So I'm um, I'm just glad that I said yes to the opportunity because it's made me into this uh, person I never thought I would become. That where I'm like on all these flights, I'm flying to different places, I'm traveling the world, and and I'm just 
you know, I'm always looking forward to even the short trips to where I don't have to fly. But like, I love the long trips where like you get to fly and you know that you've made it to somewhere that is so different than where you live and just getting to experience the culture and just the beauty of uh, this world. So I think that, I think that taking on the thinking of the best case scenarios is always a good thing. And even though there may be those moments where you think of the worst case scenarios, just, um, just think that especially if the, pros outweigh the cons, then uh, then go for it. Definitely. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, and we wouldn't so, have even had, we might have not even met if you didn't start your travel bug. Yeah, exactly. That That's a very true statement. Uh, there's many people that have been on my podcast that I've met through traveling. So I think that, you know, it just goes to show that, say you get to meet different people that you never would have met I mean, like I would have never have known that I would have made friends from different parts of this nation and even around the world too. like people that don't even live in the U.S. Like I think that it's just uh, pretty cool just getting to meet different people from all over the world. And really, now that I think about it, would I have ever started this podcast if I did, wouldn't have known these people? Like because I never wanted to really have a, a solo podcast where I'm just basically talking to myself. There's a few episodes I do that. But for the most part, I love to like have someone that I know on here. And, you know, what if like, what if that first flight to Greece made this whole thing happen? Like, you just start thinking about that. And it's like, now that I'm thinking about it, it's kind of a neat concept to think of. <laughs> it really is. So, you know, I think that it just goes to show that the choices that you make um, even if they are small choices that, you know, me thinking, you know, to some people, it may be a small choice to get on a plane. For me at the time, it was a big choice because it's like, this is, this is something new, something I've never experienced. And it's something that I'm really afraid of doing, but I'm going to do it. And that, that small choice made a big impact on my life. And I think that, you know, maybe someone that is watching this, even if you don't have a fear of flying, you may just have a fear of something else. And you never know that that small change can really make a big impact on your life. And long term, you may end up becoming a whole different person than who you thought you would be at this point. So it just goes to show that that the small choices matter as well. Thousand percent. And that fear of flying, that's from the fear of unknown, right? Because you didn't know what it was like being on a flight. You didn't know what it was like being abroad. You didn't know what it was like going into a group of people that you don't know anybody and then making 24 new friends, incredible friends. Like so many things can come, so many amazing things can come out of the unknown, but also not knowing it is what makes it so scary to jump right into. Yeah, exactly. It, it really can be scary because like you just don't know the personalities of different people and like, are they going to be friendly or not? Am I going to feel like I'm alone on this trip or not? And thankfully for the trips that I've been on, I've enjoyed the people that I've been with on these trips. But, you know, some of those people may wonder that, like, am I even going to make new friends? And, you know, am I going to feel weird? Like, you know, are people going to you know, look at me in like a negative light. I don't know. There's, people start having these questions and that's kind of where the, like you said, the fear of the unknown and the what ifs come into play. So, you know, I think that 
you know, it kind of leads me to my next question in a way, because uh, the next question that I have is, do you know of a time where you let fear get the best of you? And did you learn anything from that experience? Ooh, such a good question. Such a good question. So I think what I will say is I had the opportunity to leave my my current job and my current position. And it was a big fear to be able to leave the current job that I'm still at. I'm still at it for a reason is what I will say. But one thing I did do is I brought back the salary offer I had and I was able to get my salary matched, which was absolutely incredible. But sometimes I, I do think back on that moment because the job was in a completely different sector, a sector I think I might be a little bit more passionate about. And I was just very hesitant to go into a completely different industry because I had so much um, knowledge and background in the insurance industry, which is where I currently work in terms of corporate. And, you know, I think back on that opportunity a lot. I think back on, did I make the right decision? Should I have gone a different avenue? Should have should I have experienced a different, um, like I should say, it's completely different field. It was more of like government contracting, but it was similar in sense of project management work is what I will say in terms of it. So there was some similarity component, but it was nerve wracking because I know what I have here at this position and I don't know what I would have got, what I would have received in terms of certain benefits. Like, are there annual raises? Are there bonuses? And you can ask questions like these too, but like, is the grass greener on the other side or is it not greener on the other side, you know? So I think back to that moment and Sometimes, especially with the restructuring my company's going through, I go, maybe I should have, maybe I should have jumped ship at that point. Maybe I should have experienced something else. Maybe this would have diversified my resume. But one thing I learned and I taught myself is you cannot live in the past. The past is the past for a reason. And look at where you are now. And it's from the decision you made. So even if fear does control you, or you let it control you for a certain circumstance or decision. Maybe that wasn't the right opportunity for you, but there's going to be more opportunities out there for you. And I'm a firm believer in that. Mm, that that's really good. I think that it's really important for people not to dwell on their past because many people I feel like can relate to this for sure. Like even when it comes to a career change or maybe they just flat out, you know, maybe there is someone out there that wants to pursue music and but they're like they have a, a really big job out there. Like maybe they have a high corporate job and they just up and quit their job to go into music and try to pursue that. You know, they have that fear of wondering what if I, you know, and what if I stayed there? Like, would I would I have been successful with my music? Like, would I have ever been, gotten successful? And then, like, if you don't end up successful with that, you know, for that time period, you start wondering, like, should I stay at my job? You know, like, you start thinking of all these different scenarios. So, like you said, it's kind of like, um, you know, there will be moments where we do fail. And there may be time, times where uh, the choice that we make 
sometimes isn't the right choice. But like you said, the whole dwelling in the past is not going to do us any good because if you, you kind of stay in that moment, you kind of are basically throwing that, that pity party for yourself to like, okay, like I feel, you know, sorry for myself and all of this, but it is like, but then at the same time, you got to learn that only you can like pick yourself back up and like, you've got to get yourself moving forward towards having honest success is like another thing that we've talked about in the past and on our uh, past podcast. And, you know, it's just thinking about, you know, that fear can, can lead you to not getting success. Like, because like maybe you are holding yourself back or sometimes fear can be like, uh, I guess like maybe an, an obstacle on the way to your success or, you know, something like that. So I feel like, you know, it could be, I could definitely see where many people can relate to that, you know, due to a, a career change or, you know, whether it's within the same company or, or go to a completely different company or completely different job too. Like, or even, and I feel like we maybe even talked about this once, but like, you know, maybe someone making it to their senior year of college and then out of nowhere, they want to change majors. But then, you know, they start thinking of, the what ifs with that as well, you know, what, what is, you know, what comes with that change? Am I going to have to add more years to going to school? And is my family, you know, the people just start thinking about all of these different things. So I think that that's some really good advice to give is like not dwelling on the past and basically keep, you know, moving forward with a more positive mindset that like you will, you know, get to the point to where, you want to be so i think that's really good and then for me i would say like i've definitely had moments as well where i've had fear hold me back on something uh the situation that it came to mind automatically is is kind of a minor situation but i feel like i've learned a couple of things out of this situation it actually happened on my first trip, international trip to Greece. Um, it was one day while we were there and there were these, uh, because it was very similar to my situation in Ireland where there was only like two guys on the trip. <laughs> the same situation happened while I was in Greece where it was like 23 women and like me and one other guy. And anyways, uh, there was these, I guess these locals, they were all men, like younger guys and they were like very involved in like talking with us. And anyway, there was a situation. It was really late at night and everyone wanted to go to this like beach club. And but it was a it was a drive away. And of course, we've been riding in our charter bus, you know, going around the places or just walking around in the city where we were at. But this place was like a good 20 minute drive. And everyone was like, you know, was considering the idea, they ended up doing it, of getting in cars with these strangers to drive, to drive them to these places. And at the time, I had this like fear of like, I don't know, like, you know, I guess I kind of feel like I kind of took myself back to when I was a kid, you know, kind of when your parents tell you, like, don't talk to strangers and don't get in a car with a stranger kind of thing. And, you know, I guess I kind of took myself back there. So, like, I was kind of expressive about that. That like, I don't know if we should be getting in cars with um, these people that we don't know, like these younger guys. Um, you know, they've all been drinking, you know, like just the whole idea of drinking and driving just doesn't sit well with me. 
And anyway, later on, you know, most of the people went. I was one of the few that didn't. But I remember while they were there, one of them messaged me, like uh, someone in our group messaged me and was like, you know, like kind of making fun of the fact that I had this fear of getting in a car with uh, with a stranger that I don't know. And, you know, I guess they were saying stuff like, you know, here, here's where we're at in case if you're worried about us, like we're okay. And like, almost kind of just uh, kind of like putting down that, like I was worried about the whole situation and they all did come back. All right. You know, the following morning, a lot of them came in late at uh, night and, you know, I, I learned a few things out of that that like maybe, I mean, cause even nowadays, of course, Like there's this whole idea of Uber that I'm willing to get in a car uh, with a stranger. But the only difference is, you know, because I could picture someone probably bringing that up. But the only difference is uh, I'm sure I'm, you know, I'm hoping that the driver, the Uber driver that I have is, uh, you know, sober driving. And, you know, I feel like it's a little bit more professional than these locals that we just met. And that's he's willing to take us to a club. And, you know, just I guess also maybe at that time I was probably watching a good bit of crime st stories like on TV. So I think that um, I guess I learned two things out of that situation. One, I kind of I kind of felt torn about the whole thing because I felt like maybe maybe I should have gone because I, I missed out on a fun time with everybody. Like most of everybody was there and enjoyed like the whole uh, experience of that. But then I also thought of, you know, learning that it's okay to have, a, you know, a, a high level of discernment. And like, you know, even if you are going against the crowd, that it's okay to sometimes let that fear settle in, even if you are kind of the joke in the situation, which I felt like I was in that situation. But I don't know, I guess I felt like I've learned a couple of things that, I don't know, like to where I was torn, but I felt like at the end of the day, I felt like now looking back on it, I felt like I made the right decision. But 2018, me, but like I had that, I guess, that wondering, man, I, I should have just gotten in that car with uh, with those people. But I guess you just, I don't know, I guess I just kind of feel torn about it because, yeah, the past me would say, you know, you should have just done it. But then now, you know, 2023 me says that you know you you did the right thing and even though it costed you not getting to experience that memory you know maybe people and people made fun of you for not going because of your reasons but that i'm glad that you stood firm in what you believed in at the time so i guess that's i guess that i don't know i feel like i I don't even know if my story maybe ties into the question, but I've kind of feel like I, you know, just thinking about the time where fear got the best of me. And, and that was something that did hold me back from doing something and like making a big memory out of that. Well, first, I'm sorry you were on a trip with people who acted that way. Like that sounds awful to have a person's response be to make fun of the situation. Because imagine if it was an opposite situation and a car full of the people didn't make it back or didn't make it home. Like it's a valid concern you had. It's a valid response you had in terms of it. And 
not only was that fear you were experiencing, but that was your own personal morals as well and your own moral compass. So I, I don't think that held you like, well, yes, you didn't have the same experience and yes, you can view it as it held you back. I think it showed a lot of people like how impressive that was too, that you stood up for what you believed in and you stuck to what you thought was morally right too. And I think that's very commendable. I think it's a lot easier to go with the group if you see 20 people getting in people's cars. It's a lot easier for people to just follow along and hope that everything's going to be okay. But at the end of the day, you stuck by what you knew was right. And you trusted your instinct and your intuition and your fear. So I applaud you for being able to do that, Joel, because that's absolutely incredible. And for anybody who has the audacity to laugh at that, they should watch a true a true crime podcast or you know, one of the channels because things do go wrong. Mm -hmm. Not always. Mm -hmm. Thank goodness, not always. But things do yeah. happen. And there's a reason why we're taught not to get into strangers' cars as well. But I'm so happy for them that it all worked out and they had a wonderful evening and a fun time. But don't let them make your feelings feel invalid in terms of that circumstance whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, I definitely appreciate you bringing that up and like saying all of that because it definitely, you know, at that time it did make me feel like, you know, I was almost the joke because it's like, look, we all came back, we're fine, like we didn't all die, but like you said, there are times where it it can happen, so like where it, you can be put in danger, and uh, you mm -hmm. know, maybe uh, you know, if someone if you know someone that you don't know makes a, a rash decision, um, you know, it can lead to just you know a lot of tragedy it could lead to tragedy it could just lead to so many things so i think that you know now looking back on it i felt like you know that concern was valid and i even felt like it back then but then at the same time when i saw that of course all of them came back and then they were fine i kind of almost felt like uh it was but thankfully it was a short period of time because of the following day and night you know it seemed like the rest of the trip seemed to go okay but just that one situation i feel like was a little bump to where i felt like oh like you know i kind of feel like people are looking at me like oh you party pooper and stuff like that but it's like i don't know it's safety it's all, all that mattered to me at the end of the day because especially knowing that I, I was sitting there before we all were leaving and i saw the alcohol going around so and you know i think that that was just more on my head than anything was uh, the safety of like not avoiding drinking and driving, but then also just not trusting someone that you just met like an hour ago and just getting into their car and they said they're going to take you somewhere and then you that could end up taking you somewhere different. So, hmm. Definitely yeah. so. so I think that, um, I guess kind of leading into my last question is more of uh, I seem like that it's this seems to kind of be like my same last question for almost every topic, but I like more kind of leading to advice that maybe there's someone out there that may be scared that may be fearful to take that leap of faith in life. It could be it could be anything almost like asking someone out on a date or changing their career or like we mentioned changing your major in college. Uh, maybe uh, I think that this would be a good time to kind of talk about some advice to give to people and 
uh, I was curious with you, uh, do you have any advice that you would give to someone out there that is, uh, I guess, kind of letting fear control their life? Just do it. Make the jump. Take the leap, leap of faith. Things are going to happen. It's going to be scary. There's going to be things that come up that you don't know. That happens with everybody. But that's going to make you be so much more of a unique person. You're going to grow so much. There's going to be so much more unique opportunities. I think back to my first property I bought. Did not have a clue, know a clue, how to rent out a property, how to manage a property, how how to be a homeowner whatsoever in terms of it. And it's a multifamily property. And now I'm looking at buying my next investment property. And I grew so much just from the experience, from learning, researching more about it. What is stopping you? Is it not knowing what you're going into? Can you take 10 minutes out of your day every day to research more about what this big decision is in order for you to feel more confident in making it? What can you do in order to get yourself over that jump or over that hoop, whatever it is in terms of it? And then there's a point where you're going to have all the information you're ever going to have and you just need to take the leap and you just need to take the leap. And it's still scary as heck. It's exciting as heck. It's all the emotions. But it works out or it doesn't. If it doesn't, it's for the plot. It's a story you have to tell people. Just like Joel, your story there. Like it's a story that you have to tell people to inspire people to learn from. Life is about learning. It's about sometimes you fail. It's about how you fail and how you get back up and how you keep going. So don't be afraid to. Yes, that's some really good advice to give that, you know, take that leap of faith, just go for it, because you can do all of the, the re you know, sometimes you can do the research, which is really good. But then sometimes you just do so much research and that you, you start getting, you start sometimes just questioning even more, should I do it or not? Just sometimes it's just, you just got to try it out. And the worst case scenario is that it, it doesn't work out. You know, maybe if you, if you change jobs, and then maybe that, job just didn't seem like it was the right fit for you then you know just continue to look elsewhere or or even if it's uh like i mentioned asking somebody out on a date if that date ends up happening but then all you end up with is the first date and like nothing ever happens after that uh just you know don't give up and you know keep searching and you know you'll you'll find the right person eventually so you know just goes to show that always take your chances because you're always going to wonder what if I did that? And, you know, if you, if you end up not doing something, that's going to be the constant question that's in your mind. Like, what if it was me that was married to that person that I wanted to ask out, but now that person is married, like, but what if it was me that was married to that person? Like you start thinking of these whole different situations and, you know, I, I've had my fair share of what ifs. And then even to this day, I still have my what ifs, you know, there's things that, that I say I want to do in life, but then I hold myself back from doing it. And sometimes it's not always about fear. Sometimes it's just, you know, other, uh, under other things I can tie into that, but you know, you end up just kind of driving yourself crazy, starting your questions with what if, instead of like you actually doing it and actually accomplishing, uh, that goal or overcoming that fear. So I think that, you know, just like Deanna said it, I think that's just perfectly said, just, just do it. Take that leap of faith. Don't, don't let 
anybody or anything stop you because life is all about growing. It's about learning different things. It's about just, you know, being a better version of yourself than who you once were and just not uh, dwelling in your past. And, and I mean, I know I keep saying the what ifs, but like, don't dwell on the what ifs either, because if you, if you like remain in that, you're going to constantly have yourself not wanting to do it. Like you're going to hold yourself back even more. And I feel like that phrase that like, um, you could be your own worst enemy is like a really true statement. Even in this case that like you could be holding yourself back from reaching your full potential. So sometimes there can be other circumstances that come in the way, but at the end of the day, I feel like you can, you can be the person that, that makes or breaks that barrier of fear and you could be that person that that you know goes on that path towards success if you just let it happen so sometimes you just have to trust yourself you know what you're doing you know what you're talking about and you know you're not going to let anything uh get you down so i think that's a a really good way to to end this i hope that you know many people got something out of this topic of fear i thought that this was really good even for me because i mean i still have my own little daily fears that maybe i go through and i'm sure that many others out here may have some major fears minor fears you know however you rate it on your spectrum and you know i just uh hope that this was very uh helpful and insightful for y'all so i'm glad that deanna was here so i definitely appreciate you being here and i look forward to having you back on a future episode Of course. Thank you for having me. Yes, of course. I love having you. And I, you know, definitely, Dina, this was a really good one. And like I said, especially during these times where, you know, people have the fear of the unknown of just anything in life. It doesn't even have to be with associated with what just happened over in the Middle East. They could just be about their own daily life of wondering what they're going to do next week, next month. Uh, maybe people are coming out of high school, which I mean, well, right now we're in the middle of the school year, but by the time next spring comes around, you get out of high school, then you start wondering, what do I do at that point? Because I was definitely in that point where I was in high school and senior year, and I still didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. So it took me getting out of college, trying something, and, and my first choice is it didn't work out. But then I kind of went back to something that I was really interested. My first choice was accounting. I don't know what made me want to go into accounting. I think because I liked math, but then, uh, but then I ended up going back to a field trip that I took when I was in high school. Uh, I was like a college, uh, like a, a computer college. And I ended up thinking, exploring the idea of computer science. And that's where I ended up changing to. And that's what I ended up graduating with. And here I am. So, you know, doing my, I uh, living out my dream of being like in the, in the IT field and like getting to do some coding and getting to use my degree. So, you know, I just definitely think that there's many people that can learn something out of this and, you know, just don't, don't let that fear, you know, take over your life and just, you know, just go for it. So anyways, everybody, I hope that y'all have an amazing rest of your day or night, depending on when, you are listening to this or watching this and I will see y'all on the next episode of Not Jarvis Joel. Bye. Bye guys. Thank you everybody for listening to another episode of Not Jarvis Joel. 
You should know the drill by now, but just in case if you don't, my podcast is available not only on YouTube, but also on most podcast streaming platforms, my Instagram page at Not Your Average Joel Podcast, and I'll also have a website that you can visit at NotYourAverageJoelPodcast.com. My episodes will be coming out every Wednesdays going forward, so be sure to come back next Wednesday for a new episode. Thank you once again for your support, and I will talk to y'all in the next episode of Not Your Average Joel. Goodbye.